sound like morning versions of yourselves. So do you. Um, yeah, I, figured, I figured that was the case. <laughs> Thing as I woke up 10 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, I've been up for at least an hour. That's dis- disgusting. Well, because I, I needed to make sure I sounded at least somewhat awake. So I woke up 10 minutes ago. I'm pretty sure I'd still be slacking myself to try to wake up. Well, you still sound Wait, like what? you're half asleep, so I don't think, uh, I don't think it helps. So I have sleep. Oh, oh, well, uh, welcome to another episode of the Dos Navsinkos podcast. This is episode number 47. Uh, this week we will be covering our movie of the week, Hot Fuzz, as well as we've been doing for the last, I don't know, three weeks, uh, Street Sharks season three, episode 11. Uh, there are, I believe, 16 episodes left. But before we start diving into any of that, I'm your host, David. I'm Stuart. I'm Ben. Uh, if you probably <laughs> noticed, this episode sounds a little yep. bit different because we are recording it in the morning. Uh, so thank you, Ben, and thank you, Stu, for waking up so early. Uh, low, it, energy. low energy. <laughs> low energy I, ep- episode. Yeah, maybe this will be the first time we get through an episode really quickly because there will be less yeah, shenanigans. Quick. All right, moving on. Thir- come on. 30 minutes and we're done. Yeah. I'm go back to sleep. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is I think the, the hardest person that had the person. The hardest the person? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be the worst. This episode brought to you by Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> the person who's probably going to have the hardest time is probably Ben, since he's always drinking. So he had to wake up an extra two hours to start his morning buzz. Uh, I didn't start drinking yet, so this ben, is really, go really get tough. Your, go, go to your fridge, go to your brand new fridge in your brand new house, and start drinking. Okay. We'll wait. Okay. Who, who I, wants a I only had milk. <laughs> yeah, milk and vodka is a thing, right? <laughs> yeah, you're halfway to a you're halfway to a white Russian. Oh, okay. Then this is just a half white or Wait, dose and a half <laughs> dose, dose and a half Russian. What is it called when you only have the condiments and you don't have the actual thing that you actually want to eat? Speaking okay, of, I, what I got CTC milk and vodka. <laughs> That sounds like a good time. Oh man! It also sounds like we should we should coin we should craft our own signature cocktail. What milk? All the things that we don't like: milk, dram. Uh, like for me, it's like milk, dramamine. You don't uh, wait. no, because I'm motion sick and I, I'm oh. lactose intolerant. That's my cocktail. <laughs> Just wait. So dramamine helps you with your sickness, but then milk. Is, makes it yeah, balances it out. That's right. This is this this cocktail. You know what they're always saying, right? The perfect cocktail is all about balance. Yeah, this cocktail is no. Oh, I, probably have to have like lactate. Uh, not lactate. The yeah, uh, yeah, the lactate pill, lactate pill, dramamine, milk, some tums. You know, I'm enjoying this boat ride a little. I'm not enjoying this boat ride enough. I think if I were <laughs> shitting my ass and not motion sick, I think I'd, I'd be enjoying it a lot better. This, this yes. sounds like fight milk almost. Fight milk. Right. So, so, so Ben's <laughs> cocktail would be a mix of what chocolate? No, it's it's dog our, hair. this is a cinco. This is a group cocktail. It's uh, a, group. so we yeah, throw them all in the same drink. So, okay. so far, it's milk and Dramamine. <laughs> <laughs> and then for uh, to to make it very Ben like, we'd have to add chocolate and nuts, shrimp, shrimp uh, shells. Ooh, I, oh, I, I really hope that Babish picks this up. 
goes, <laughs> you know what? This is hey, this guys, is the this official is drink of the Those That Cinco's podcast. Bring you that, the Cinco's cocktail. <laughs> Jared, let's see if we can make nope. this a little more palatable. We can't. Chocolate, <laughs> Popeye's <laughs> chicken. It, we're going to blend a Popeye's chicken sandwich into this. I've, I've been defeated, guys. <laughs> Yeah, this shit sucks. <laughs> All right, what well, what would represent Stu? So we both got two items each, but Stu only gets half an item or one so, item. So I get one item then. Mm-hmm. So we got milk, Dramamine, chocolate, shrimp shells, <laughs> and then hmm. I don't know. Daenerys Targaryen. That those are your five items. Sweat, sweat from Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Stu. What is something? Her oh, uh, Casey P sweat. jersey. Oh yeah, hey, that, there you go. Casey, uh, KCP's uh, sweatband. Sweatband after a game oh. uh, rung out into <laughs> the. Uh... <laughs> this is literally the worst cocktail. And it's also very specific, like. <laughs> It's not like it's, it's, yeah, it's special to all of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just God, that sounds gross. It sounds very chunky. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Dramamine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, but, but, enough of that nonsense. All right, uh, start thinking. Comment, uh, all the listeners, start thinking of what you think the. Those Snapsinkos podcast cocktails should include. We'll leave it up to you guys. Drop it in the comments. Let's and then know the what 50th you think. episode, David's yep. going to drink it. Yep. Cool. Yeah, definitely not making that promise, especially if it's. <laughs> oh, I just know we're making that promise. We're, no, we're making that I'm promise not... for you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, outside of the movie of the week, Hot Fuzz this week, uh, Ben, what have you seen? Any well, new movies? I actually have seen a brand new movie. Uh, I I got to see the movie Palm Springs this past week. It I think that's it just came out this movie. past week. That's a place. <laughs> it's a movie based off yeah. the place. Dude. Yeah, I watched a brand new movie. It's called Fullerton. Oh, wait, I live here. What's it about? Uh, white people going to watch tennis matches? It's, uh, it's actually a Lonely Island movie. So oh, it was... Okay. What? Yeah, it was pretty pretty good. I I have to say, like I was expecting, uh, you know, just a lo- some Lonely Island comedy, but it was definitely a lot more than that. And I was just uh, way in over my head when I watched it because I thought I was gonna watch something that was, you know, a little light, a little, you know, uh, good, playful, fun. But it was definitely something uh, a, a little bit more. Um, I I, def- I highly recommend it. It's it's definitely one of my favorite movies this year because, well, there's no other movies. So, um, aside from that, though, I, I do mean it that it is a really, really, really good movie. Are they trying to like make the jump from comedy to serious stuff now or something? I, it's still a comedy. It's still like a, a rom com in a sense, but there's some other stuff going on with it that uh, kind of sets it apart. Uh, I believe it um, it set a record on Hulu this past weekend for the highest stream movie on the service so that's pretty cool uh, but yeah it's it's really good highly recommend it starring Andy Samberg and that girl from How I Met Your Mother really good really, uh, really Kay- good. Um, Christine David like, knows Colby Colby nope. Nope. no other, other girl the mother and nobody cares 
<laughs> Kate Allison. Wait, Allison Hannigan? No. The can't the mom, the actual mom of how I met your mother. Dude, she was only in like two seasons. That and she- there she was. That's right. <laughs> uh oh, but aside from that, I also did get to watch Undercover Brother again. Woo! And Wait, uh, wait, wait. So you when you say again, you're telling me those that Undercover Brother was not included in the quote unquote bad men of the of like your childhood it was on late at night and i think it was on either comedy central or tbs one of the two i gotta see it i gotta sneak peek this, all right? this was after his parents gave up on him so after i came out <laughs> he's of gonna world. go to the dark side might as well work on another one that's why that's <laughs> the dark sister. side get it because it's undercover brother wow wow wait what made that seems like such a a non-ben like well maybe not non-ben like but it seems like such a swing in the opposite direction of stuff you normally watch outside of anime. Because uh, it's, it's, it's such like a, it's such like a goofy movie. Oh, we're actually going to watch goofy movie too next. Well, when, once we get to actually, the anim- goofy, a goofy movie is actually really good. I like once we get one. to the uh, animation uh, segment of now, that's what I call Cinco's. Someone's going to be watching movie. that. I'm gonna have yeah. the the most difficult time trying to figure out which movie to pick. Yeah, because it's like, oh, which one? There's so many. Yeah, Angry Birds one or Angry Birds two. <laughs> actually, I found a copy that actually blends the two of them together, so <laughs> it's actually the extended director movie. <laughs> Angry Birds unabridged. I like it. Oh, uh, I actually did watch a whole TV show that David, I think you might like. Uh, it's a show called Close Enough. It recently came out also last, or I think two weeks ago, on HBO Max. And this is a cartoon from the creators of Regular Show. The show. Yeah, it looks like the drawing style of Regular Show. No, it, it pretty much is Regular it's Show. Regular like, show. <laughs> but, but they, you know, replace all the cartoon, you know, all the animals and all the goofy characters. With, yeah, it takes place in LA. And instead of about being about, like, you know, dropouts in like their 20s it's about dropouts in their 30s so oh so they all morphed into adults yeah and nice. they're definitely yeah it's very uh, i would say relatable so please tell me like there's the, a character named mordecai in the show there's actually a few references to regular show in the in the show including hey. mordecai so oh, okay it's, it's yeah. pretty good i I actually really enjoyed it. I think I blasted through it in like two days or something because of how much I liked it. It was really, really good. <laughs> hey, apparently I, uh, one of the actresses from uh, Orange is the New Black, Kamiko Glenn, is actually on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She's in it. And, uh, oh, and, oh, my God. I think I watched this episode actually three times already, but there was the last episode was a Jim Carrey episode. So that was what? pretty, okay, pretty fucking right. I gotta, But I don't have HBO Max. Oh, oh no! Well, you do hmm, have. I guess the I'll other have to figure thing. out some other way to to watch this. But all right, yeah. what about you, Stu? What have you been watching? Uh, I actually watched a movie on uh, Amazon Prime called "The Vast of Night," which Ooh. I think recently came out. Yeah, how was that? That that one is really good, and it really it really got me in like in the mood for like trying to find like similar movies, which I couldn't find, but it's essentially like, well, it's almost like a, uh, 
Twilight Zone episode, but in movie form. Um, yeah, I heard that um, it's, was it, the the guy who directed it, it was like his first movie ever, and he has never worked on a movie or anywhere before. Really? Like, this was like his first time out. I never would have been able to tell, because it was done really well. I yeah. I really liked how all the, it was very kind of, it's pretty simple, and maybe that was the guy's, uh, you know, objective was, you know, keep it simple, but as far as like direct, as far as like the any directing direction must have gone, but it was really good. Um, I really enjoyed the acting and it was really, uh, it was really interesting and kind of like kind of grabs onto you and like makes you really like kind of want to keep following it, what's going on. But then after I watched it, I was on like a desperate search to find like more movies like that. And fortunately I couldn't really find any, um, um, but yeah. So other than like, the Twilight Zone movie, which is, you know, I've already seen that, like, countless times. And then I was like, maybe I should start just watching The Twilight Zone. But then I was like, oh, my God, there's so many episodes. I'm never going to finish it. Um, but, yeah, I would check it out on uh, Amazon. Um, pretty, Very good. Very uh, enjoyable, if you like that kind of stuff. What was that recommendation once again, Stu? Enjoyable? No, the name of the... the oh, the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enjoyable. Check it on Amazon. Had a for good it. time. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I'm it's called The Vast of Night. The Vast of Night. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of brand new movies and recommendations, uh, have either of you caught up on The Old Guard? Have you guys watched that one yet? I have not watched it yet. I wanted oh, to okay. check it out, but uh, that's the Charlize like- Theron movie, right? Correct. I just keep hearing a lot of people talking about it. I guess this quarantine thing is really getting to people and everybody literally it's like everything that Netflix is releasing. Like, I feel like maybe Netflix is the reason why we have the coronavirus because they were like, we have all this brand new content. We've got to force people to like it. So, um, but yeah, like literally every new Netflix movie becomes almost like this big blockbuster where everybody's watching it. And I'm like, I don't think I've gotten a chance to get around to it. So everybody keeps asking. They're like, Dave, you guys have a movie podcast. You guys watch Old Garden? I was like, when did that come out? He was like, last week. And I was like, does that mean I'm obligated to watch this thing? <laughs> I don't want to be left like, out. Yeah. But I also, what if, I was burned before when you guys said watch Tiger King. Okay. I, I never said that. I never said No, I'm not said saying about it. the two of you guys, but I'm just saying in general, I got burned when people kept well, saying. Well, maybe don't follow Tiger the crowd, King. David. Why you gotta but be that follower? But the Trust crowd is the people David. that are listening to the podcast. Why don't you tell your coworkers, hey, yeah, that's all great and stuff, but hey, have you guys seen Angry Birds too? <laughs> oh, they've already seen it on my recommendation. Well, then you can just keep Jesus. talking about it. <laughs> Remember that one scene where they birdie got really angry, and then in the second one he got angry again. <laughs> oh, um, I forgot. I also watched another thing. That I think Ben will appreciate. <gasps> I finally saw, and this is actually what led me to watch Fast of Night. I I finally watched um, Color Out of Space. Oh, oh my gosh, how was it? How was it? we were playing? Like, where did you see that? I watched it on uh, Amazon. Also, that's how because it I think after I watched it, Fast of Night popped up in the uh, recommended. But uh, but yeah, it was um, I it's it's almost similar to Mandy, but better <laughs> well okay i'm already on board because i was not that big of a fan of mandy but okay keep going keep going right. um but yeah it was um 
it was really, it was really, I thought it was really good. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't, I'm not sure. If, like when I remember when it came out, like, was it like not getting such great reviews? Or something? I'm not actually sure. I but, think we got maybe like three weeks of it and then it, it like kind of just became really difficult yeah. to find. Yeah. I remember we were playing with the idea of going to the Alamo to watch it, but, um, what, what I really enjoyed about it was the whole kind of Lovecraftian thing, uh, you know, because it's H.P. Lovecraft story. Just like the, and then the, all of a sudden, like afterwards, it was like, I really wanted to play uh, Arkham Horror, but no one was around. <laughs> so, um, oh. But yeah, it's a, that's what kind of led me down that path. And I was trying to <laughs> find like more Lovecraftian style, like story, like movies or, you know, whatever. And like, the only ones, that, the only ones they've made are like from the 80s like and stuff so they're all kind of cheesy so hmm. but yeah it was a uh, it was it was it was good i liked it nice so you'd recommend it yeah check it out okay uh now if you're talking about like lovecraftian things are you going to check out that tv show coming out what was it called uh, lovecraft county is that i think so where it's like yeah. oh there's racism but actually it's tentacle monsters or some <laughs> racist tentacle <laughs> monsters <laughs> They're all voting Trump. They're all that's, that's Jordan Peele. That's uh, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think Jordan Peele's like producing the series. I think, mm. I think he has some sort of higher up role where he's just overseeing the whole series. But you're yeah, telling I, me, I, I they're telling us that the uh, that village or wherever they're filming this is fans of our our Twitch stream, and they were blasting us about Trump. Oh, Wait, what? Were you not there, Ben? For what? I don't think Ben was there, but yeah, oh, we had wow. the, That's, uh, Well, that would explain why, Stu, that you were asking for a mod and he, Ben yeah. was not there to help. Yeah, we had a racist troll uh, invade the stream at, at the end of uh, Resident Evil but 3. But I think... Yeah, I think spend that some. What? That wasn't me. <laughs> that, that's also not me. Or was that Ben's Smurf account? Yeah. Yeah, Dave's. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. What? Wait. Whatever. So there was like um, we, we got troll accounts now or something? Yeah, or? I don't know. I, that that's got to mean that we've made it now, right? Woo! Yeah, we had a, a racist troll come watch our video, watch, watch our Twitch stream, and then Stu got to drop the band hammer. Yep. He's like, you know what? Screw it. There's no mods. I'm gonna do it with myself. Yeah, I'm All sitting right. there go asking for mods for like ten minutes, and then <laughs> just. <laughs> Let's see where he's going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this video much harder to the to. I couldn't to, to let, edit. I couldn't let him know that I didn't know how to ban someone. <laughs> so I just shut the stream off. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. Yeah. So uh, for those who are listening, I uh, just wanted to let you guys know what we're talking about is our Twitch stream. We stream about four times a week now. Um, each one of us has an individual stream, so definitely come by, support each one of us, as well as our group stream every Thursday at 7 p.m. Uh, we typically play some type of multiplayer game, um, and you know, come by, chat with us, hang out. Um, you know, we could talk movies, we can talk games. Uh, just gonna be honest. If you ask me anything about how good I am at a game, you're gonna be able to see how bad I am. So, um, but Stu's pretty decent. At everything, he just beat uh, Mega Man X. Congratulations, sir! I don't know how decent I was. It took me ninety minutes to. It's do fine. The last hey, 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 Stu, shut up! Because uh, <laughs> it took me four hours to beat two missions in Command and Conquer. Okay, uh, I guess I guess when you put it like that, 
You're welcome. <laughs> All right. That is my job as the host is to keep you be the glue to keep everything together. <laughs> to, be, to be bad at stuff to make us. That's look right. Good. So everybody else. Is <laughs> I'm the ultimate role player. Um, and then Ben has been playing a combination of fighting and uh, racing Carp. games. And Carp. 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 Uh, no, lasagna Carp. racing. Okay. No, it's fur- furious racing, David. The furious fur- racing. Thanks. Furious. Yeah. So um, if there's any other suggestions, games that you'd like to see, Ben's specialty is uh, fighting games. I think Stu's specialty is every uh, shooting stuff. I don't know. Yeah, platformers. I I have no specialty. So, um, but yeah, definitely come hang out with us on Twitch. Uh, we'll leave a link in the description. You can definitely go check us out there. Um, so we'll just go ahead and jump over to our Street Sharks episode for this week, which is number eleven. Uh, and this one, the Shark Wait. Boys. But... Wait a minute. No, not what? 11. It's 12, isn't it? No, no it's 11. 11. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Uh-oh. Did you Uh-oh. review 12? Wait, what, which one did I watch? <laughs> this is uh, with uh, Sordo. El Sordo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why is this? Wait, why is this one? Hang on. Oh, okay. Sorry. The thumbnail, I was looking up on YouTube what the episode was, and the thumbnail. <laughs> was showing a clip from the previous episode. So I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? Yeah. It, oh, you said, yeah, oh, I'll you thought it was Satellite yeah, Shark I watched, again? I watched that one, yeah. That is that is not the one. Um, I forgot the name of this one. Uh, it's called... El, Sor- the El Sordo episode. Yeah, we'll just call it that. I, I don't think anybody's really listening. Everybody's fast-forwarding through this thing anyways. Yeah. Uh, street uh, Rip and the boys... <laughs> um, uh, find themselves in uh, at a circus, and they have a Ben's has a friend who is a swordmaster who fights a street uh, a swordfish or marlin. Um, wait, how do you what's the difference between the two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. But apparently, you can fence with a sword shark. Yeah, so. Swordfish and uh, Doctor Paradigm wants to steal him because he's such a magnificent creature. Of course, is able to do so. The street sharks intervene, uh, but it's a little bit too late because now El Sordo, who is Ben's friend, is combined with his best friend, uh, Stab. That's I not what the Swordfish's name was. Ah, oh, dang it! Uh, <laughs> remember, I was like, it's not Slash. Didn't it just it's... have like a normal name, like Jerry or something? No, 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 no. It has Jerry. something to do with being like uh, Pokey. No, it's not it. <laughs> uh, whatever his name is, but he he gets combined with his beloved uh, Swordfish and becomes El Sordo in Spike. Three Swords now. Spike was his name. Spike. There it is. Um. And then they happen to defeat Dr. Paranoid or, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Woo. I don't know what his ultimate plan is, but we have gone so many episodes now and we still have not been able for the, for the street sharks to find their dad, right? They're always so close. And then we keep doing all these other episodes where they just keep adding to, um, adding to the cast. How much or their how much do you want to bet that we'll finish this this the uh, the series and they'll never even go back to that arc? 
No, the, for the last two seconds, like, and then there'll be like this editorial note, and be like, oh, yeah, season four, the, yeah, there'll be a cliffhanger, <laughs> like meeting their father in season four, and we never get to season four. So, uh, thoughts on this episode, guys? The shit was like reverse Little Mermaid. The guy looked like fucking <laughs> Prince Eric, and then he turns into a fucking fish, and then he's like cool about it. Yeah, and for some reason, cool. And for some reason, his 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 nose turned into an actual sword. (laughs) Yeah, um, I, yeah, it's pretty funny because like he didn't just turn just like turn into like a another I don't know what you call the street shark, um, what they what they're like classified as now, but like they're all you know still rather strapping. They're rather they're rather handsome looking sharks. But this guy just turned into like a fucking disgusting mutant, and he's just kind of—he's just cool with it. Maybe, maybe all he really wanted all along was to to get with Spike, like to like, you know. And now he can. Now he is. Now he is him. He's with him, always, because he's the disgusting. Uh, I don't even know what you call him. Mutant, mutant man, mutant fish. Gene slammed. We I don't even start know calling if he, Gene, Gene slammed, but well, I guess he was. Yeah, but we're just supposed to accept it now. Just literally, if you can think of any marine animal, I'm still waiting for the Doctor Octopus. That's C- all I'm waiting for. Sea C- cucumber. <laughs> all right, pick. Uh, we'll we'll wrap this segment up really quick with uh, pick the worst sea creature. Um, that, uh, for to be gene slammed with. Yeah. <laughs> Stu? Box jellyfish. Okay. Actually, that sounds pretty good, though. Well, How about you, are ben? you talking about worse, like, least effective or like? Yeah, the least effective. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of like, it's like, all right, you get like, uh, let's say, for example, you were one of the volunteers in a study and they're like, all right, you have the chance to be gene slammed with a sea animal and then somebody goes yeah cool and they're like they're looking through the catalog and they're like all oh, right it's cool sharks in here uh giant like orcas in here and and then they're like oh no but you have a chance and they're like how do you choose and it's like oh it's gonna be random it's like if you were to get this choice you'd be really really disappointed yeah i think i'm gonna stick with my sea cucumber then okay <laughs> <laughs> how about you ben a shrimp <laughs> I I think think I die, die. <laughs> uh I would have to think uh, barnacle. Are those actually like they're alive animals? Mm-hmm. Oh no, how about a coral? Holy shit, barnacles are animals. I had no yeah, idea. What did I you think they were? They, they were, were just, like, just rocks? No, I just thought they were like uh I don't know what you the call shell it. of an animal? No, but not like a animal animal, but like a what? Like just like a buildup of uh oh, kind of like algae or something. Yeah, or something like that. Ah, okay, yeah, no, barnacle is an actual animal that. that oh Jesus! Oh. I'm getting oh, I'm getting trypophobia looking at these fucking images of barnacles. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all of the holes, Stu. Disgusting. Deeply into the holes. Jesus Christ! I'm just getting. Um, yep, clearly I found the winner. <laughs> oh God, I can't stop looking at it. 
Yeah. All right. Let's just go ahead and we'll, we would normally jump over to our box office rundown for this week. But as uh, if anybody is following, the pandemic is now raging through uh, the U.S., including especially California. Um, and uh, they have started closing down all of the they've slowed down and rolled back the reopening. So that meant that all of the movie theaters that were supposed to open last week um, did not. And the week before also did not uh, for like the 4th of July weekend. Um, they lost all that. So there's pretty much no box office rundown. But as you heard from Ben and from Stu, there are still movies that are out there. Uh, brand new one, like, for example, uh, Palm Springs that you guys can see on Hulu, on Netflix and on in uh, Amazon Prime as well. So come on, California, get your shit together. I know it's, it's literally all the people who aren't listening to the podcast. When I say be safe, wear a mask, wash your hands, like, dude, just do those things. Um, and speaking of which I was listening to, I believe it was Anderson Cooper on Tuesday and they've had this uh, guest panel uh, doctor who came on and said, honestly speaking, if everybody in the U S wore a mask, we could probably get coronavirus down to a manageable level in four weeks. But everybody has to wear a mask. Everybody has to when they're out and no more like nobody like going visiting other people's houses and stuff like that. Um, But there's just so many anti-maskers out there because they have they for a long time didn't have. I don't know what what it is that makes people want to just completely just disagree with everything that everybody's saying, even if it makes sense. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm no fan of having to wear a mask. Um have it, but I still do it. All right. Just cause the alternative is not worth it. So, yeah. So I, I thought that was incredible. Just that they, they said that they did this like statistical model. I want to see what the model looks like, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't understand it anyways. <laughs> what are all these numbers? And <laughs> yeah. It's like, what does that mean? All right. Just tell me what I really, I, and then I revert to like what my boss pretty much tells me. It's like, just tell me what I want to know. I was yeah. like, what do you want to know? Are we making money? Uh, no. No, we're not. Well, it's not so easy to say because no, know. it is. It's really easy. We're not making money. Um, but yeah, like literally the model they said, like you know, between but they said optimistic would be four weeks. They said probably closer to eight. If everybody in the U.S. wore a mask, we would get this down to an, a reasonable level. Um, but I was like, but that also requires that even after the four or four to eight weeks, they're like, yeah, we can open back up as soon as we can get these numbers down in terms of like the infection rate and, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, they're not saying like, Oh, after eight weeks, everybody can take off the mask. It's like, no, that's not the point, but you would get this to a reasonable level where we can open back the country up again. But all this is making me feel is I don't want to live in LA as much anymore. <laughs> California. Cause like people here just, I don't know what it is. They just feel like they have, they have this obligation to rebel against anybody who's telling them anything. Right. Every time I've gone to Walmart, gone to Target, there's always been somebody outside saying they want to re- they want to recall Gavin Newsom. I'm like, I don't think that he's done anything like horribly bad. Like, it's not like, all right, we're just going to kill all of the people who are under six feet tall. I'm like, OK, I, that would be. Yeah, I want to recall yeah, Gavin t- Newsom, but for other reasons. <laughs> oh, is it because he doesn't let you guys have guns in the state? Yes. Actually, See, that, I, I don't know if I can really blame it on him. It's any any politician in California. Is well, yeah, like they're, whenever they throw the word gun safety, they're 
I understand about background checks. I understand about that. Like, but it everybody should have a right to carry something, right? Yeah, I think this man's uh, allowed to carry shrimp. Thing. I'm allowed to carry shrimp chips as yeah. a as a lethal as weapon a deterrent against Ben. Against ben. That's right. And I'm allowed to carry my EpiPen, but I don't because it's my right. <laughs> <laughs> I like to live That's true. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Please go ahead. I, I've been... I don't remember what I was going to say. Uh, politicians, something, something. Yeah, see, because the politicians and the corporations... Uh, uh, I, don't, I, I don't remember. Continue. Um, gun gun tobacco lobby. And I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> all right well um so yeah that that is the state that we're in currently so um as long as we're in the state we're definitely not going to be going back to movie theaters it seems like for at least i want to say probably september because kids are starting to like there's starting to be talks about kids going back to school in about six weeks and i think that's gonna just make things worse because apparently orange county says that you don't need to wear a mask i don't know why that says that go, or ben. Yeah, way to go, David. Oh, wait. What? David's in Orange County, too. Way to yeah. go, David. Go. Yeah, David. Yeah, I did not vote for that. I sent, you know, that apparently the, uh, Ben, I think it was you that told me this, right? That the uh, Health and Human Services uh, Secretary in in Orange County resigned because she was getting too many death threats about having to require masks. Uh, I, I can't remember the title or her title, but yeah, one of the, uh, the health officials in Orange County, she or the spokesman pretty much for pushing out the mass mandate, but quit just because of how many death threats she was getting. So that, that is ridiculous. People yeah. stop wearing your tinfoil hats and listen. And yeah, Orange County doesn't, doesn't fuck around. Yeah. So Orange County does fuck around and that's why we're in this mess. This is fucking <laughs> stupid. God, get, stop fucking up Orange County. Jesus fucking Christ. Just wear a fucking mask and stop thinking that, you know, going to fucking Chili's on a Wednesday night you know, not being able to do that isn't on your rights or some shit. God damn it. Fuck. flipping his desk. <laughs> he just lost Fuck. Ben. All right. All right. All right. All right. Ben's right. pulling a... Uh, guys, we... we guy's name? Uh, shit. I can't... Fuck. I wish I remembered his name. He got Stuart. banned. The conspiracy Oh, Dr. Disrespect. No. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Disrespect. All right. Sure. If it moves us along. Oh, the guy on Twitch? No, the guy uh, who has all the crazy, crazy. He's a meme, and he has like Infowars. Turn the frogs gay or something like Alex like, Jones. Alex Jones, there you go. He got banned. Yeah, oh, yeah, a long time ago. Oh, I don't know anything about that, but all right. Um, but yeah, so that's the state of movie theaters and California in general. If you guys were curious, um, so we'll go ahead and we'll jump over to our movie of the week this week. This was part of our that's what I call Cinco's action. This pick brought to you by Ben uh, Hot Fuzz. Yep. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Ben. <laughs> Wait, what what, what, what am I supposed to do? Uh, tell us a little bit about what it. What do I do with my hands? Yeah. No. You know. Do, synopsis. Synopsis. All right. Fine. Do you want to do it, or do you want me to do it? I don't want to do it. All right. Because if if you make me do this, I'm just gonna read Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm read just it. No. Um, Nicholas Angel is a, uh, sergeant who's at the top of his class and as his reward for getting his promotion after four years is being transferred to a small, uh, small town who has a very big dark secret as he uncovers it. Will he survive? 
This is hot fuzz. <laughs> I always enjoy David reading the synopses because it reminds me of what was it, Rick and Morty, two brothers, you know? Just, just making. Wait, what about ago. two brothers? You know, two, bro- two brothers. Two brothers. Yeah, you know, it's like two brothers. <laughs> two brothers fighting crime. Two brothers. It, and then there, the, and then a tornado came. <laughs> and, 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 and then it gets knocked into twelfth gear. Gear. <laughs> I had a lot more prepared for this in my head, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to end it because I'm just going to keep rambling about it. So, uh, Ben, this was your pick. Uh, how many times have you seen Hot Fuzz? I want to say I watch it maybe more than once a year. So, Okay. Well, more than and once this- a year ever since it came out. So I, I would say quite a bit. Uh, 2007. So at least once a year. Since 2007, yeah. that's 13 years, and you say at least twice a year, so that's 26 times. Yeah, I, I love this movie, man. I, yeah. I don't think I can ever get tired of it, you know? Okay. It's like my go-to movie for everything, you know? It, From it's something I could put the... down in the background. It's something I could just, you know, pay sit there, pay attention to it, and it's also rewarding. It's it's everything. It's got it all, man. It's From my everything. The, yeah. From the director of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah. And Shaun of the Dead. Yep. That's and oh, dang, That's Dead. how I wanted to open it. <laughs> I and now you remember. Mike directed. Did he not direct? No. Did he not nope. direct it? Oh. No. Yeah, it was Edgar so. Wright who directed it. So same, you know, same person that did Scott Pilgrim. Woo. Yeah. So, um, Ben, what do you? Like, for you, I got to guess this has got to be a 10 out of 10, right? Well, hell yeah. No no <laughs> doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. All right. Well, let's go over to Stu. Stu, how many times have you seen this? Definitely not as many as Ben. Um, <laughs> somewhere between one and the number of times Ben has seen it. Uh, <laughs> one in 26. We have I've quite probably a, seen it probably about a handful of times. Half dozen to a dozen times. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I, it's it's it, I definitely like it. I don't know if I like it as much as um, I know Ben really likes it, and I know Darren really likes it. Um, I and I always liked it, but I not to the degree that you guys like it. Hmm. Um, and that's not to say I didn't enjoy, I don't enjoy it. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know it's a fun goofy romp. Um, you know, kind of like in the same vein as like. Uh, they're very. It's like a very similar style movie to like the Shaun of the Dead or uh, what's the other one? I, I'm actually I don't think I ever saw that one. The, the world. Yeah, yeah, that the, one. The world. The world's end. The world. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it's I really like all the. Uh, I, one thing I really like about this movie, and I guess this, we're not really doing spoiler zones right now, so yeah, is like the um, kind of like the I don't know what you call it, but it's almost like it uses a lot of like brevity where it's like, okay, we're going to go do th- this thing. And then it just does like real quick shots of what they're going to do just to get to like the next scene. So like, they're not oh, like yeah. wasting any time, like, you know, farting around. Yeah. So, there was like this, a uh, really good, was it video essay series that is no longer around because of how well the guy did it. Like pretty much the, um, you've seen every film or every frame of painting, right? Like only, that YouTube series. Only the one about Jackie Chan. Yeah, the, they did one uh, specifically for Edgar Wright and how he does scene transitions, and it, it kind of covers what you were talking about. How it, it doesn't really when they, you know, do something to set up a shot, you know, or to explain where they're going, 
he uh edgar wright doesn't really waste too much time you know he he doesn't really he he, he tries to utilize everything to make something interesting where like a, a good example of that would be when he was going from london to sanford right it was like this whole montage of him like with like really quick one second cuts of him like you know waiting for a train with this stupid pot you know his cell phone signal going down and then him jumping in a cab it's like it just it, it it's something visually interesting without you know just like a you know, like a stock footage cut of like london to like a small village or something it's something that that's funny that's interesting you know something yeah. that wants you to to pay attention to it I particularly like the ones when they go to the pub and it does like quick shots of them like filling up, uh, you know, getting beers like, or cranberry juice, or cranberry juice, or like <laughs> in the night that he actually decides to drink and they just start yeah. pounding a bunch of beer. Um, but yeah, that was that part. As you know, enjoy. I like that part, especially in, you know, in addition to the, all the comedic aspects of it. Um, so yeah, I give it a uh, I give it an eight out of ten. Okay. Uh, and then for me, I definitely enjoyed that portion because I feel like a lot of times like to be able to demonstrate like traveling or to be able to get to a point, a lot of movies like have this obligate, they have this feeling that they're obligated to try to fill all of that time. Um, and then that brevity that, that Stu and you were talking about, like pretty much just kind of like shows you like here, instead of like the, the movie, literally like somebody grabbing you and going, it took a long time to get there. All right. It's still taking a long time to get there. You just kind of like, boom, Let's have snap, the characters snap, snap. talk about their feelings for five minutes here. Like, yeah, no, to, to be able to do the that. same. It's like, nope, we want to get to the point where it's like, help me set the scene. It's almost kind of like you reading like a script that says, well, it's Saturday. Uh, there's a lot of people around. Instead of doing that, it's just bang, show to you. By the way, scene set. All right, let's move on so that you can get to the point that you want to get to. So, um, for me, I really enjoy that style. I mean, it's very reminiscent of, uh, for me, this is, I think, the fourth time I've seen it. And every single time, I'm, I'm finding something I enjoy every single time. So, you know, if I watch this at least another, I don't know, dozen times, I might end up in the Ben and uh, Darren Darren camp. Where we'll, we'll just strap Stu down and make him watch it another. God, know, guys, I said the, I like it. What are you doing? No, yeah, but you gotta you like it more. That's right. You have to love it more. Um so yeah, for for me, like this is in terms of movies that I think the reason why I like this one so much is mostly because it's a movie about people who love action movies, right? Yeah. It's literally, um, oh crap, what's this character's name? Um, gotta look at what, like what, what, is, what Nick is Angel it? or Danny no, Butterman? His, yeah, Danny Butterman's like. Uh, his favorite thing about being a cop is like the possibility of like the car chases, the explosions, bad boys, you know, being lone range. And he lives that. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I'm assuming people will probably, uh, you know, we'll do spoiler zones for movies that were released in the last five years. But if you haven't seen this by now, literally go see this movie, like them having to flip tables and, you know, double guns and, you know, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Like, how how do you not like my blood my blood was just like was pumping the entire movie i was like i know what's gonna happen and it's still not gonna be um it's still gonna blow my expectations out of the water because there's no like, i don't know it's oh it's it's funny it's action-packed and it kind of like it has excellent excellent pacing and those are all things that come with an egg right movie where it's kind of like 
I'm going to give you all of this stuff. And I know that you're going to like every single part. And I'm giving all the people everything that they've, they want. Right. Unfortunately, we can't have like a, you know, six hour movies cause that's a little long, but I feel like it's just long enough. It's also just short enough to be able to get his point across. And, you know, for me, it's a 10 out of 10. Nice. And I will uh, say this, like for, uh, for rewatches, I think it's uh, a little more rewarding every time just because you notice something new every time. Mm-hmm. Like even this one, I, I, I'm starting to notice more and more things like, what was it? Uh, I, I think there was kind of an homage to Tom Cruise in this movie where Nick, uh, or not, yeah, Nick Angel, the, when he was chasing after the shoplifter in the film, kind of does, like, tries to mimic the Tom Cruise run, you know, where he just, like, has... Oh, he pumps his arms and the... Yeah, and like, yeah, his, uh, his, his palms are completely flat, you know, like, his fingers are out and just, like, just booking it, you know? It, it's, uh... I don't know. It's a very iconic run, I would say, and I, I think that Nick Angel kind of captures that in that scene. But aside from that, there there's like a whole bunch of different things that you kind of start to notice, like on various rewatches, and it's kind of weird. But I would kind of uh, liken it to like watching and you know Endgame, where oh you get to see like the the other subtle details because you know what's going to happen, so you're just kind of looking for other things almost. Kind of. It's like, a, yeah, it's like it's a it's a rewarding experience. You know, if, if you paid attention to like, you know, Captain America and fucking Iron Man and shit, you know, like everything that you have paid attention to for these past few years, you know, it's all coming together. And it's uh, this huge, gigantic payoff. It's kind of like that, except, you know, condensed in a two hour movie where all these little details kind of bubble up and they produce something really spectacular at the end like pretty much everything that um danny butterman asks nick angel like oh have you ever been in a high-speed car chase have you ever shot a gun while in a high-speed car chase have you ever jumped in the air with two guns going ah you know (laughs) like everything he asks him actually happens in the movie which is fucking great you know uh like there's other shit too like um I think Nick Angel was asking the detectives, like, oh, who has guns around here? You know, he's like, everyone's packing guns. He's like, like who? Farmers. And he's like, everybody. Farmers moms. And like at the the beginning of the shootout at the end, guess who he runs into? A fucking farmer farmer with a gun. And then his mom comes out and tries to shoot him. It's this is called foreshadowing people. (laughs) This is how movies are supposed to be done. You foreshadow something and then you deliver. (laughs) I know. For the love of God, like, I don't know how many times there's been movies where they, they foreshadow something and then they completely forget that they mentioned that and then they completely dropped it and then we never hear about it. Yeah. Or they don't foreshadow anything and it just hits you out of nowhere. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what? What what <laughs> field did that come out of? Left? Right? Center? Back? What? Where is that from? Um, But yeah, I definitely feel that... Um, I got a lot more out of it. I think it was maybe about a, a year between the last time I saw this and this time. And I noticed some of the things that you were, you were talking about. I was like, Oh, I didn't even realize that he was doing, Oh, that's really, that's it. I want to say the word cute, but I think the word that we're looking for is cheeky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to say it appropriately. Yeah. It's very cheeky. Um, is wow. the way like it, sorry, I can't it, do it. It I'm sounded more Chinese wow. again to me than yeah. the British. No, God, stop it. <laughs> No, not not a cheeky. God damn it, that's a Chinese. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the fact that it 
it literally builds itself as if you love action movies, you're going to, you're going to find something that you enjoy in this. And um, I thought it was really funny that the entire movie is bookended by, for me, my favorite move, my favorite portion is actually two parts is when they ship Nicholas Angel off the first time they're like, I want to talk to a supervisor. Right. And then they build, like they slowly build. <laughs> right. And he goes, I would like to talk to your supervisor. Okay. Let me, are you sure you want me to call him? Okay, fine. I'll call him. And then he calls him and he goes, yeah, we're going to have to. And then eventually you get to the root of the reason why they want to move him <laughs> is because he's too good at his job. And then they come back later and say, yeah, um, our numbers are really down now. We actually need you to come back. And he goes, I'm not done with the job here. And so, and then it, it I really like that they were bookended by that. Right. Like, you almost kind of forget like, how did he end up here? Cause there's so much stuff that's going on in this town and he's like fighting, you know, him and, 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 and Danny are trying to like survive as much as possible. And he's having this conflict and all this stuff. And, and yet he doesn't kill a single person. Yeah. Yep. That was, uh... In my mind, I kept thinking, I was like, for some reason I feel like, I think I have this one confused with Shaun of the dead. And then there's like, the movies are like, kind of like, cla- like, molding together i know that there's a lot of years in between the two if but you, i was just like how come nobody's dead in this if you I, if you squint hard enough while watching hot fuzz you'll actually start watching Shaun of the dead yes <laughs> they actually reuse a scene for or not reuse but it's an homage to a scene in Shaun of the dead where they oh, try like to take shot well kind of it, it's like just a callback to it where they do like this um that scene where he's flipping over the fence, he's like, come on, what, you haven't oh, yeah, you're, you're taking a shortcut before? They did mm-hmm. that in Shaun of the Dead, except, you know, Simon Pegg fails miserably at it, you know, like trying to hop over the fences. And so this one, it was a callback to it where Simon Pegg can actually do backflips and front flips over the fences. <laughs> and shit. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I like how uh, Danny did like, yeah, <laughs> is that he just like he fucks it up, but like he doesn't even try to jump the fence. Yeah, <laughs> he just runs right into it. <laughs> Uh, so good um so what about uh I'll, I'll leave ben's favorite moment to the end so um you guys just heard mine what about you Stu? favorite moment hmm. let's see um i think my favorite moment was um maybe when they uh they went to go um check out the uh the guy on the farm who's like trimming hedges that weren't his and he's standing there with a shotgun and he's like, I'm assuming you have a permit for that. And he's like, I got a permit for this one. And he's like, <laughs> what do you mean this one? And then it just shows shows all the guns and like a, a fucking sea mine that he has. <laughs> and then, Yeah, that uh, scene was great. And then he almost mm-hmm. you know, he thinks he detonates it. So they all like run away screaming. Uh, that was pretty great. And it also sets it up for uh, the, the final, final battle. Yeah. That's so right. they can have all those guns, which, by the way, Partly why I didn't give it any uh, a nine is because I have a I have, I take issue with their their uh, his his choice okay. in firearms uh, during the final battle. So okay, what would you have picked, Stu? Well, what made it a nine for you? Definitely not two shotguns. And then um, me and Ben will tell you you're wrong because this movie is a ten. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> right, Ben? But I mean, I am right, and he, it's he's wrong. Yes, that that's correct. <laughs> yeah, but Stu, let's say that the the situation is uh, same situation, but instead of Nicholas Angel, it's Stu Yang. Stu Yang walking into that. Yeah, yeah. Stu Yang walks into the uh, evidence room and starts mm-hmm. loading up. Go. Well, it would have 
it, it, his first his first gun, which is a kind of a battle rifle. I don't know. I think it's I don't know if it's called an FAL, but uh, that one he he had it or he had it and it wasn't FAL, but it was similar. But um, he had it for like he shot it like twice and then he ditched it and went straight to the shotguns. So he, if he would have just stayed with that one, that would have been fine. Uh, okay. Because then it showed a lot of people getting shot with shotguns who were like from that a really long distance. If they got hit there with a shotgun, but maybe yeah. that was the point. What to be? But then nobody actually died. So, well, but I I don't know if they were non-lethal, but that was never indicated. But unless he's just that good of a shot to be able to not kill anyone. Yes, Nicholas Angel, top of his class. Yes. I guess I I'll, I'll buy that. Okay. Yeah, because he knew what the non-lethal range was, and it was just to be able to knock him out. He, so that he knew he where to, to aim to not kill anyone. Mm-hmm. Is it a nine now? No. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> All right. uh, ben, uh, favorite moment? Uh, this one's kind of a smaller moment, but uh, it's towards the end of the movie where there's this kid right in the uh, the model village, and. Uh, after uh, Simon Pegg's, you know, gigantic fight with Timothy Timothy Dalton, uh, he goes over to the kid and he's all like, "Oh, you're all right, kid." He's like, "Yeah, I'm okay. What's your name?" Aaron A. Aronson. <laughs> I think that was the the best payoff in the movie for me, uh, just because they set the the stupid joke up like all the way towards the beginning, where it's like. Oh, what, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna call for witnesses? You you want to go through the fucking phone book? Do you want? We can start at Aaron A. Aronson, you know? oh, <laughs> and then if you know they fucking meet a kid named Aaron A. Aronson, and he actually says like, "Wait, what's your name?" <laughs> <laughs> it's such a stupid thing, but I mean that just that is like an embodiment of what this movie was all about. It's just like all these setups happening and paying off like one after another. It's just it's just constantly for like two hours it's it's definitely a movie where even if you blink and miss it there is something that you can notice within the next second that will probably pay off in the future Mm -hmm. it is wonderful yeah it's highly quotable it's one of those movies where even if you miss the first half the second half still makes sense and you can you can remember some things and i guarantee you who somebody who like ben who loves this movie would be able to share that same feeling with you um you know, based on that. So, um, Stu, any other thoughts before we go ahead and wrap this one up? What was your favorite moment? Uh, I think it was them watching the, uh, the move, him finally, uh, Nicholas angels just finally breaking down and just kind of giving up and then, uh, watching the bad boys movies with them <laughs> and just kind of like Point seeing break. like how it kind of like, it, it, it kind of like that it incorporates all of those moments together where, he where um uh they pretty much just like stitched all these moments together so that way they can let us know that they are really hammered at this point and they're still drinking right edgar wright just kind of like sets it up as like yep this is his like descent into like not caring anymore or being like on top of his job and stuff like that so uh, for me that's one of my favorite moments because that eventually pays off with dividends like crazy right we have the the double gun scene the the the, the running it's just it, that that movie you could probably chop everything if you wanted to condense this movie down you could probably condense it to the moment when he gets told that he needs to stop 
running, like focusing on this, this case or all these mysterious killings. And then backtracking to the point where he kind of says, screw it. I'm we're doing this thing. So, um, you probably cut it down to about what half an hour, maybe if you took all the scenes and put them together. So that's definitely my favorite scene is his descent into, um, just this not caring anymore, I guess. And then just saying, you know what, I'm going to do this my way instead of following things by the book. And then you can see how much Danny Butterman just like lights up and goes, Oh, it's happening. (laughs) Yes. All the action movies are, this is real. It's actually going to happen. And they literally do everything he's ever asked, right? Shooting guns out of a moving car, firing a gun, two guns at the same. It's just, yeah, it's fantastic. So, um, yeah, that's my favorite moment for sure because it it just leads to setups after setup after setup after setup, and then it it's payoff, 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 and payoff um, at the end. So yeah, that's my favorite moment. Um, so yeah, uh, that'll do it for us here. Uh, let's talk about really quick about the movie for us this week. We are going to continue our that's what I call Cinco's, and uh, it'll be another action movie. I believe it's my choice this week. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. So actually, I originally was going to pick UHF because it has some action in it, but I kind of want to stick with another Edgar Wright movie. Can we do Shaun of the Dead? Ooh. Uh, I'm okay with it, but uh, if that's what you want to do, that is what I want to do. It almost seems like we're doing more action comedy. What's Mm, wrong with that? In a a very dangerous set of action in it. There's the word yeah. action in it. Action. <laughs> action. Yeah. Oh, man. Remember when we used to go to Rito. arcades? <laughs> what are arcades? What's the outside what's a, world? Yeah, what's a what's bar? This, what's this place I'm looking outside? It's outside my house. What's Applebee's? What is... There's like, <laughs> there's like green stuff, and there's like things in the air, like moving around. What are these? Yeah, birds. Bird, oh, as... As the history books have said, these were establishments called, uh, you know, chain food, like chain restaurants and birds. <laughs> birds. Um, but yeah, so for next week, as part of our That's What I Call Sinkos, uh, I'm picking Shaun of the Dead because uh, I enjoyed Hot Fuzz again so much that I wanted to see another Edgar Wright movie. So, um, no objections? Perfect. Uh, that'll do us for us here on the on episode number 46, 47 of the Dust Naps Cinco's podcast. As always, I've been your host, David. I'm Stuart. Yeah, I'm Ben. Don't forget to tune in next week. We will be covering Shaun of the Dead as well as Street Shark Season 3, Episode 12. Don't worry, we are almost done. Um, definitely check us out on all of your social media platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play Music. Um, definitely on YouTube, we're a little bit more engaged, so drop a comment, hit hit the uh, thumbs button or like button or whatever. Hit subscribe. Hit the buttons. Yeah, hit the thumb button. Light it up. Um, and then also, don't forget to check us out on Twitch. Uh, we stream four times a week. Uh, Stu, Ben, and I all have our individual streams Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, as well as our group stream on Thursday. Last week was pretty fun. We played Hunt Showdown, so that was pretty exciting. Uh, definitely hang out with us there. Check us out. Uh, don't forget to tip your Reiki masters. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Please stay six feet away from strangers. Stranger danger. And uh, we'll check you guys uh, next week. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye.